Welcome back to the three modes of nature and uh, beyond. Canto 11, chapter 25, and we are up to text number 25, where there's a kind of been, been a list, I think starting with 13, of various different items in, in the modes of nature and uh, how to recognize them. Uh, so with, with, uh, with 25, uh, we come to residence. Previously, 24 was knowledge, jnanam, 23, karma. And this list will end with text 30, which will kind of give a beginning of a summary. So here, uh, we'll start with, uh, with 25. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya As I said, this is uh, the category uh, that uh, Vishnu Thakur uh, uh, gives this as desha, as in country, but here it means uh, residence, you know, Bangladesh and so on, desha, deshi, country person, countryman. So this is desha. Vanam tu satsiko vaso gramo rajasa ucchete tamasam yuta satanam Translation, residence in the forest is in the mode of goodness. Residence in a town is in the mode of passion. Residence in a gambling house displays the quality of ignorance, and residence in a place where I reside is transcendental. I think we've heard these things before from from Srila Prabhupada. Uh, the, uh, these places to live, vanam, forest. Vana, the word vana actually means um, uncultivated land. That's the idea. Uh, not necessarily a jungle, but uncultivated land. Is a, so uh, vanam, uh, satika, uh, uh, and in Grama, the village, neighborhood, it says in the word for word, or town and the thing, but Grama is village. Um, uh, you'll see, uh, this is Rajasaha, the mode of passion. You'll see in Sanskrit, Grama um, Sukham, uh, uh, literally village happiness, is... Uh, denotes uh, sexual activity. Ramasukkam. Ramakata, village talk, is idle talk, gossip, mundane, kamaze, Ramakata. So the village has got this reputation. <laughs> Rama. So here, because why the, the mode of passion, they don't mention cities at all here. Rajasaha, uh, uh, mode of passion, and then tamasaha yuta sadhanam, 
let's see, a gambling house, a casino, uh, and so on, uh, the mode of ignorance. Mm -hmm. And then here, which happens occasionally, Manikitam, uh, my residence is Nirgunam, transcendental. Here in the uh, uh, BBT, there's a long purport. Uh, many creatures, in, no, two paragraphs, many creatures in the forest, such as trees, wild boar, and insects, are actually in the modes of passion and ignorance, but residence in the forest is designated as being in the mode of goodness because there is there, when they live in a solitary life, free from sinful activities, material opulence, and passion, passionate ambition. Throughout the history of India, many millions of persons from all walks of life have adopted the orders of Vanaprastha and Sannyas and have gone through sacred forests to practice austerity and perfect their self-realization. Even in America and other Western countries, persons such as Thoreau achieve fame by retiring to the forest to reduce the scope and opulence of material involvement. One of the, one of the really charming features of the Ramayana is, of course, Ramchandra goes to the forest, and they meet all kinds of very interesting sages and saintly persons and renunciates and, uh, uh, and so on. So you get an idea of, of what, uh, what that was... Uh, uh, that, that was like the word grama indicates here residence in the village of one's family uh, yeah because because and a family meant a, an extended family not just you know three people or four people more like 15 or 20 and you know how in India they say cousin brothers and and so on there, there's very little distinction between cousins and brothers um, and uh, fathers and uncles and uh, so on like that. It's really, really is, uh, is the extended family. Uh, family life is certainly full of false pride, false hopes, false affection, lamentation, and illusion since the family connection is squarely resting on the bodily conception of the concept of life the very opposite of self-realization. Yeah, it is intense. And what a tribe is, is simply a bigger family or linking up together a family, or what they call a dynasty, the Yadu dynasty, is practically a big family. Uh, the Vishni dynasty, they're, 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 they're huge families. The word... Yuta Sadhanam, gambling house, refers to pool halls, racetracks, poker clubs, bars, and other sinful places that maintain an abysmal level of consciousness in the mode of ignorance. I always remember reading uh, uh, George Eliot's famous book, Middlemarch, in which he... Uh, the pen name was George Eliot. It was written by a woman. Uh, remarks... Uh, uh, the, the protagonist happens to go into a place where people are gambling and the narrator uh, notices uh, the presence uh, in the, uh, pervading in, in the gambling hall uh, a narrow, excited consciousness. It's a really good description uh, of, of that, that mode of being. Uh, 
Mani Ketam refers to the Lord's own abode in the spiritual world, as well as the Lord's temples within this world, where the deity form of the Lord is appropriately worshipped. One who lives in a temple of Lord Krishna, following the rules and regulations of temple life, is understood to be residing on the transcendental platform. People have learned to evade that even there, but that's why they have to say following the rules and regulations. In these verses, the Lord clearly explains that all material phenomena may be divided into three divisions according to the modes of nature, and that ultimately there is the fourth or transcendental division, Turiya, the fourth. Krishna consciousness, which elevates all aspects of human culture to the liberated platform. Uh, the, uh, the comment from uh, interesting um, uh, comment by Vishnachak where he, say, he, he says the residence of the Lord is beyond the Gunas because it is his place of appearance. This is the comment of Sridhar Swami. The Lord's abode is beyond the Gunas because it is glorious in relation to the Lord. That is Jiva Goswami's explanation. So each one has a little different, uh, different take uh, on the uh, uh, trans, the reason for transcendence, and of course, they're all, all, all of them uh, true. Next, uh, 26, uh, the worker, uh, it's called later on, it's called, it's called, it's called later on uh, in, in text 30, Karaka. Kara is doer. Karaka, doer, uh, here translated as uh, worker. So the worker, uh, three kinds, plus the nirguna, the transcendent worker. Satvika kariko sangi ragando rajasa smitaha tamasa smitivit rashto nirguna uh, a worker free of attachment is in the mode of goodness. A worker blinded by personal desire is in the mode of passion. And a worker who has completely forgotten uh, how to tell right from wrong is in the mode of ignorance. But a worker who has taken shelter of me is understood to be transcendental to the modes of nature. Uh, so this is the, it was, uh, I should simply remark here that, uh, uh, let me read, Vishnu uh, Chakravarti Thakur, I'll read that first. Um, so here things, Sattvika uh, and, and Rajasa, Tamasa, uh, Vikarika, Asangi, uh, uh, is free from attachment. Sangha asangi. Sangi is one who is attached. So asangi, free from attachment. And then the raga, anta. Anta means blind, blind by raga, uh, personal desire. 
course, is a spiritual raga, but here, <laughs> uh, that's he's he's under his personal desire makes him uh, uh, um, yeah uh, unable to discriminate. Uh, and bewildered, actually. There's a nice explanation here uh, from Vishnu uh, Chakravarti uh, Thakur, blind. And then uh, uh, the uh, Tamasa, the one in the uh, mode of ignorance, is uh, Vibrasta. The word vibrasta means fallen, literally, sunken, or deprived of. So he's deprived of uh, uh, the ability, uh, when it says smitri from remembrance, it says of what is what here or right from wrong. Uh, uh, that's the mode of ignorance. But then the one who is uh, Mata Pashraya, who has taken shelter of me, uh, uh, is Nirguna. Uh, when Bhanuswami translates this, uh, following Vishwanchakavadi Thakur, a performer of action who is free of attachment is in Sattva. A performer of action overcome by sense objects is in rajas. So this is blinded by personal desire here, is overcome by sense objects. Uh, which is pretty vivid, but that tends to be what happened in the mode of passion. And then a performer of action who is devoid of inquiry. Uh, that's the way they take on this of... Uh, 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 fallen from uh, smitri or uh, deprived of smitri as uh, devoid of inquiry. But a worker has taken shelter of me, but a, but a performer of action who has taken shelter of me alone is beyond the gunas. So is he falling, Vishnu Thakavardi Thakur, he said, a doer who is unattached is in sattva, a doer who is blind with attachment Overcome by sense object is in Rajas. A doer devoid of inquiry is in Thomas. He's just not even interested in seeing what's going on. Uh, the devotee who surrendered is only to me beyond the gunas. Uh, the BBT uh, 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 is a short report. The transcendental worker performing who performs his activities in strict accordance with the direction of Lord Krishna and the Lord's bona fide representatives taking shelter of the Lord's guidance. Such a worker remains transcendental to the material modes of nature. Well, we want to comment about that. Uh, then, 27, is uh, Shadha, That word is used, faith. Uh, 
Faith directed uh, toward spiritual life is in the mode of goodness. The word is used here is adhyatmika, adhyatmiki. Uh, the uh, faith rooted in fruitive work. Notice that this is a, when you do these things, there's a faith. Uh, so to, when that faith is directed towards spiritual life, mode of goodness, rooted in fruitive work, mode of passion, uh, karma is the word for fruitive work. Faith residing in irreligious activities, adharma, is in the mode of ignorance, but faith in my devotional service is purely transcendental. Matsevayam is near guna. Uh, 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 Banu Swami translates this based on Sridhar Swami's commentary. Faith in Atma is Sattva. So faith is Adhyatmika. Adhyatmiki. Faith in Atma is Sattva. Faith in prescribed karma is Rajas. Uh, So when they say karma, they want to say this is prescribed karma. It's not just any old karma. And faith in irreligious activities, that's the karma, uh, is in tamas. The faith in my devotional service is beyond the gunas. So that, that's uh, important when they say faith rooted in fruitive work. Uh, karma really does mean prescribed duties, uh, not whimsical activities or not just whatever you want to do. And then if there are uh, a dharma, not according to the prescribed duties, and it's uh, the, the definition of faith. Uh, the definition of faith uh, I want to call your attention to is uh, in the Chaitanya uh, Charitamrita Madhya twenty two sixty two, and then uh, Prabhupada quotes it in the commentary to the Gita for uh, two forty one. Uh, so here's the Madhya. Uh, of course, this is not Sanskrit, it's Bengali. Uh, pronunciation probably isn't right. Shraddha Shabde Vishvasa Kahe Shudhidha Nishchai Krishna Bhakti Kaila Sarva Karma Kritahai. Translation is uh, Shraddha is confident, firm faith. Uh, that by rendering transcendental loving service to Krishna, one automatically performs all subsidiary activities. Such faith is favorable to the discharge of devotional service. There's a very interesting idea that, that uh, uh, so Shraddha Shabde, the word Shraddha, 
uh, is this vishvasa, translated here as faith, but it also just means having confidence in something like a yeah, certitude. Uh, it's said to be that which is which is sudrita, very firm, nischaya, uh, very uh, certain. Uh, and what is that certainty? Krishna bhakti. Kaila, uh, by executing bhakti under Krishna, all other activities are also completed. That's the, you're, you're, you're accomplishing everything else. And that's why when Prabhupada's commenting on, on, on the Gita uh, 241, uh, he quotes this verse, uh, the 241, Vyavasa Buddhir Ekehe Guru Nandana Bhushaka Hirantascha Budayo Vyavasainam. Those who are on this path are resolute in purpose and their aim is one. O beloved child of the Kus, the intelligence of those who are irresolute is many branched. So that that's uh, that that saying here that this. Uh, to be successful in Krishna conscious, you need this vyavasaya, uh, uh, resolute buddhi. Uh, uh, it's one. Uh, your, 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 your aim is one. Uh, and those who are uh, not in Krishna consciousness or not resolute, they, they have many aims. Uh, so you can see here, so Prabhupada says here in the purport, a strong faith that by Krishna consciousness, when we will be elevated to the highest perfection of life, is called Vyavasa-atmika intelligence. And then he quotes this same verse from Chaitanya Charitamrita uh, and, and explains this. When one is engaged in the duty of Krishna consciousness, he need not act in relationship to the material world the obligations to family traditions, humanity, or nationality. So there's so many different areas you must be concerned with, with family, family traditions, different obligations to humanity, uh, to country, whatever. You know? And so if, if we have many things that we're working on or dealing with, uh, then your 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 booty is splayed out. Uh, it's many branched. But to be successful in devotional service, your aim has to be one. So then you may worry. Well, what about all these things? If all to put my main energy or most of my energy into devotional service, I won't be able to do these other things. What about that? That's why you should have this confidence. Sarva karma kritika. Everything else will be accomplished. Uh, other obligations will be uh, fulfilled. Uh, uh, so, Paul writes, when one is awakened Krishna consciousness, he need no longer endeavor for good results in his activities. Um, uh, so, that's... that's uh, uh, that's why this Prabhupada quotes this verse here for Yavasa Adhika Bhuti because, you know, for himself when he had to finally 
take up full-time Krishna consciousness to do what his spiritual master asked, he had to neglect other things, his business, his family. He did all those things. You may feel, wow, is this really you know, a good thing to do? What about those obligations? Uh, so that's, the, that's, that's why it's, it is brought up here uh, by, by Prabhupada here uh, for uh, uh, the word shraddha. Uh, so that's this, this strong confidence when it's shraddha in transcendence it's this faith in my devotional service beyond the beyond the, the gunas. So now, 28, uh, uh, the word that uh, is used, uh, this is about food or, or substance, drovium, the word drovium that, that, that Krishna uses in, in uh, text 30, uh, in substance, but it's more like, it's really about food or sustenance. So he says here, Patyam putam manas ananyastam ahariyam sattikam nishpitam rajasam chindriya preshtam tamasam charti dasuchi. Food that is wholesome, pure, obtained without difficulty is in the mode of goodness. Food that gives immediate pleasure to the senses in the mode of passion and food that is unclean and causes distress is in the mode of ignorance. Um, so, uh, yeah, so patyam, uh, beneficial or, 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 or wholesome. Puta is uh, pure. Uh, and that's interesting. Uh, attained without difficulty. Anasyastam. Uh, this is sattvika. And then for the passion, mode of passion, uh, is that it, indriya prashtam, uh, dear to the senses in the word for word, uh, uh, or immediate pleasure to the senses. And then uh, food that is uh, um, asuchi, Impure, uh, and then artida, arti of suffering, and creates suffering. Uh, this is a food that's in the mode of ignorance. Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur says in the purport, the word cha indicates food offered to me is beyond the gunas. And so, when Anaswami translates his verse, he puts that in at the end. Uh, this Thamasam Charaki Dasuchi takes it to indicate that this is understood or not really spoken. And the BBT purport, they mention that food and lotus ignorance causes painful disease and ultimately premature death. Uh, the American diet. Uh, especially the fast food and so on, uh, it's all in the mode of, uh, mode of ignorance. It's unclean and causes distress. 
29th uh, poem, the result. What's, what, that's the word, again, that Krishna uses that this verse is about. But the word in text is uh, sukkam, about three kinds of happiness. So halam and happiness, or here in this context, interchangeable. So when you get the result, you're happy. <laughs> okay. uh, uh, satikam sukkam atmotam vishayotam. Rajasam tamasam mohadain yotam nirgunam madapasrayam. Happiness derived from the self is in the mode of goodness. This uh, atma uttam. Uh, happiness derived from the self is in the mode of goodness. Happiness based on sense gratification is in the mode of passion. Happiness based on delusion and degradation is in the mode of ignorance. That happiness found within me is transcendental. It translates it this way, madapashraya. Uh, um, uh, yeah, so so uh, uh, the, word, the word here, uttam, as in atma uttam, means uh, uh, rising from, or generated from, derived uh, at the end of a compound, uh, rising, arising, so that arises from the self. Uh, Swami translates that way, happiness arising from knowledge of Atma is in Sattva. So uh, this is... Uh, uh, following Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur's short commentary, so this is the uh, uh, this is uh, arising from knowledge of Atma. They say, uh, ha- uh, happiness based on sense gratification, Vishaya Uttam, uh, generated from uh, Vishaya sense object. You get the object of your senses you want, you're happy. That's the mode of passion. And then, uh, uh, tamasam, moha. Uh, de, de, so, moha, uh, the mode of ignorance, moha, delusion, uh, and dainya, which here is this, uh, translated as degradation. That's ignorance. Uh, and then, Nirgunam Madhapashrayam, happiness found within uh, me. Well, they translate within me. I, the idea of Pashraya is taking shelter. Uh, and so, uh, uh, when you said found within me, but happiness found. By taking refuge in me uh, is transcendental. Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur comments, happiness arising from chanting about me is beyond the gunas. Particularly mentions that this word dainya, which is described here as degradation, translated, uh, 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 you might notice that dainya uh, in our scriptures 
is humility. But the general meaning of dainya from dina, uh, it's, a, it's an intensive form of stress form of dina. And dina means, uh, and well, the same thing, dainya, wretchedness. I'm reading the dictionary definition. Wretchedness, affliction, depression, miserable state, uh, meanness, covetousness. Uh, so this is the idea of, of wretchedness. Uh, so they translate it here as uh, uh, denigration, which I guess in the context, that's how we have to use it. Uh, but but dainya is one of the also components of rasa. Uh, and in the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, I'm quoting from the uh, purport to Madhya Lila 235. Uh, Prabhupada has written, in the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, the word dainya, humility, is explained as follows. When unhappiness, fearfulness, and the sense of having offended combine, one feels condemned. This sense of condemnation is described as dinata, humility. When one is subjected to such humility, he feels physically inactive, he apologizes, and his consciousness is disturbed. His mind is also restless, and many other symptoms are visible. Uh, so you'll find that, that, that when it's describing in the, in the last chapter of Chaitanya Charitamrita, when, when um, Mahaprabhu is, is chanting uh, these prayers, reciting these prayers, Dainya comes in. That's one of the things he feels. Uh, uh, and there it's translated as humility. By humility, all these uh, this is the, the vivid description of what it's meant. It's not, you really feel condemned. And that's why uh, some people, uh, I think, have a problem. Because that feeling will, if, if you're advancing in Krishna consciousness, that feeling will naturally arise. And actually, if you look at the, when those verses are described in, in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, his dhyanya increases as he goes on further. So that's a component, but, but uh, it's not exactly a miserable state when it's a component of Russell because other things are going on. Uh, and you feel uh, you have to apologize. I mean, basically, uh, Krishnas Kaviraj apologizes for even writing something. He apologizes. Anybody who knows my name falls down. You know, I mean, people feel like this. And but in the spiritual context, that goes together with love for Krishna, and so that's why this 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 dhanya is not something awful. It's actually something to be desired. One one should desire to become meek and humble. I mean, to not peace and each now you should feel yourself lower than the straw on the feet. Is that really what you want to do? Don't you go with low self-esteem? You know, I mean, you know. So our, our, the values in spiritual life are a little flipped from the material world. <laughs> I just want to mention this since Danya came up. Uh, 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 
that that uh, in this context, where it's just translated as, as degradation, uh, the, the idea of humility, which you should see what it means, affliction, timid, sad, uh, you know, or uh, unhappiness, fearfulness, sense of having offended, uh, feeling condemned, these are all components of it. Dinata, uh, he feels physically inactive, apologizes, his consciousness is disturbed, mind is restless. <laughs> that's part of it. So that's the end now of the 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 uh, the happiness. And of course, happiness arising from Krishna consciousness is transcendental. So the dhanya under that context is not unhappiness. So now, uh, 30 and 31, uh, there's the kind of summary uh, 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 or survey of the actions of the modes. Uh, and here, uh, 30 is a list, right? Dhrovyam desha palam kalo jnanam karma chakarakaha shadhavastha kthir nishta trigunya sarva evahi so, so here, dhrovyam uh, 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 objects, material substance, that's uh, 28, verse 28, uh, where, where it means food. Here's translated material substance. Uh, desha, the, the assignment of these to the various verses is done by Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur. There's no purport. Uh, 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 in the BBT edition of Vishnu, in the purport, Vishnu Chakrabarti, basically what he does is assigns uh, verses to these different words. Because, because here's what Krishna says. Therefore, material substance, place, result of activity, time, knowledge, work, the performer of work, faith, state of consciousness, species of life, and destination after death are all based on the three modes of material nature. So that's a, it's not complete, actually. Krishna left a few things out uh, that were also covered. But you can see uh, this first drovyam is text 28, desha place is text 25, palam result or, or, or ha- happiness is, is uh, text 29, uh, kalaha is 13, 14, and 15. Uh, Jnanam, knowledge, karma is, uh, is 24, karma is 23, Tarakaha, the performer, is 26, Shraddha, faith, is 27, uh, Avastha, state of consciousness, 20, Akriti, a species of life, is 21, Nishta, uh, here translated as destination, uh, yeah, your, your place of where you go, the 22, uh, all of these partake of the three modes. So then, Krishna uh, ends the summary. Sarveguna maya bhava purusha vyapta dishtita dishtam shuttam manudhyatam udhyava purusharshaba O best of human beings, Krishna, 
Well, best of human beings, all states of material being are related to the interactions of the enjoying soul and material nature. Whether seen, heard of, or only conceived within the mind, they are, without exception, constituted of the modes of nature. So uh, when it says here, um, uh, all states of existence, sarva gunamaya bhava, states of being, uh, make, uh, 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 that, that are constituted by the modes of material nature. Uh, uh, and here is, uh, they use this term by, by the purusha, here being the enjoying soul, uh, purusha avyakta dishtita, established and attained by the purusha uh, uh, and this uh, other word that's used here, avyakta, which uh, avyakta means what you don't see, what's unmanifest. Uh, and so here, uh, subtle nature. Uh, the, the subtle nature means uh, uh, manas, buddhi, ahankara. The, where, that's where the soul comes into sort of uh, into union with matter because of false ego, and so that's that union is there. And then, um, so any uh, all these things that are shutam, uh, anudhyatam, conceived. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, by the intelligence uh, or by the intelligence these are unumaya uh, bhava those states of beings Vishnu Chagavari Thakur um, writes comments not only that uh, just though the uh, but all states based on the jiva and prakriti. So that would he take avyakta and, and purusha, jiva and prakriti together. All states based on the jiva, seen, heard about, or inferred by intelligence are related to the gunas. Uh, so he has a little different take. Instead of, this says all states are related to the interaction, material beings. Uh, but the, but he just says all states based on the jiva and prakriti uh, uh, when they come together uh, then seen heard or inferred by intelligence anything any way you you uh, uh, perceive them or consider them they are uh, related to the gunas uh, that summarizes this particular uh, part. Uh, next, uh, we'll have to stop here. Uh, the next section, starting with text 32 to 36, uh, is going to deal with becoming free from the gunas. Because that's what you're going to want to know, because you said some, uh, sometimes explicitly, sometimes implicitly, what the fourth state is, the turiya, uh, that's uh, free from, from the gunas. And... We're given this map of the gunas uh, and list of the gunas. Several times, uh, as I said, there's, there's this 
this particular sheet of paper, several sheets of paper that I've compiled from the Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam, which talks about the gunas as our, 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 our map uh, uh, to explain uh, certain features of the world and to especially let you want us know what it means to be uh, transcendent uh, or beyond the gunas. So we'll, we'll stop there. Uh, then we'll go on to next week, we'll go on to 32 to 36, becoming uh, uh, free from uh, the gunas. And that's the end of the chapter. The chapter finishes with 36. It's a fairly short chapter. Okay, any questions or comments? Anyone has got? Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah on star six to uh, ask a question or you can type it in, uh, text it in to Amayapur TV. Amayapur TV. It can be read out aloud by our um, support person. Hey, Ramananda Prabhu has a question. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me? Can you speak up just a little bit here? Okay, I'll try and talk loud. Please accept my humble okay. obeisances. Uh, I have a question about the state of consciousness that was referred to in text 20, that uh, wakefulness was in sattva, dreaming is in passion, and then deep sleep, the mm-hmm. 50, that's an ignorance, or comes from. I've heard it from uh, um, one or two sources, other devotees, that they've referred to these states of consciousness in a different way, that um, uh, as you, you get closer to the Sufti, that's the closest to our spiritual nature. So that's why when we're in deep sleep, it, we feel very rested because it's right next to uh, our spiritual consciousness, you know, the Turiya. Mm-hmm. So it, it's almost like contrary to the way it's explained here in the 11th Canto because you would think that, you know, Jagrata, okay, from the mode of goodness, but it appears that as you become deeper and deeper into a sleep, that uh, that puts you closer to your spiritual nature. Any comments? Yeah, I think people, my, I think that people don't understand that. Uh, uh, I'd have to look up some other statements where uh, where something else may be indicated. Uh, uh, I was a little surprised because I sort of had that notion that that deep dream of sleep. Uh, may be compared to transcendence in the sense if you conceive of transcendence as being without an object and being without a subject. Uh, uh, To me, that's sort of a Mayavada sort of idea of what transcendence is like. It's sort of like deep dreamless sleep. Uh, But... uh, 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 and I've seen that comparison. I, I've never heard any devotees talk like that, but I've, I've, you know, reading other spiritual literature, 
they would sometimes uh, think of it as a, something close to transcendence. But that's because there's no sense of subject, no sense of object. It's just something like pure consciousness, except, of course, it's pure unconsciousness, <laughs> which is a big difference. But uh, that, that's, I think, where it comes from. Uh, uh, and it, it, the fourth state, the Turiya, which pervades the three, uh, spiritual consciousness is that fourth state. What is it like? Well, the states of consciousness can only understand what they are like if you've experienced them. Uh, uh, that's my understanding. But but that 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 Turiya state is it pervades all three. Uh, and you have evidence that it's there during deep during the sleep because you're here to talk about it. You do, it is your experience. You, you can claim it as my experience of deep during the sleep, even though you're not able to remember anything that happened precisely because nothing happened. So that's not our idea of spiritual consciousness is that it's, you know, there have been, there's, there was a book written, uh, probably several along the line, The Philosophy of Consciousness Without an Object. And so for those kind of people, that's the ideal. That's my take on it. That's very interesting. Wow, okay. More questions or comments? Okay. So our, our next uh, class will be... What will our next class be? Uh, March 1st. Wow. March 1st. Okay. The month of March begins in one week. Okay. Thank you very much. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai, Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai.